0: Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I'm Anthony Moore, and I serve as the um, senior pastor of Carolina Missionary Baptist Church located in Fort Washington, Maryland. And you happen to be on the Carolina prayer call line. I thank you for your presence on this morning and for your due diligence to place God first. We've been dealing with this whole idea around the gospel, dealing with specifically what is the gospel. We've talked a lot about it and um, laid out some principles for you as it relates to our last coming together. But the whole idea is to understand what does the word gospel mean and also how do we apply it? Our lives, not just from a one-time occurrence, but how do we apply the gospel to our everyday lives? So, so when I talk to you all about what the gospel is um, and what is the gospel, some some answer the question by referring to the first four books of the um, the New Testament—Matthew, uh, Mark, Luke, and John—and the truth is that those books are. other person, when I ask them about the gospel, they say the gospel means good news. And it's exactly correct. That's what it means. It does mean good news. And in your notes, I need you to have that, that the gospel means good news. But the whole idea is how do we break down what this good news or gospel actually is? And last week, I shared with you all how to um, break down the gospel and that it's not just a particular section that's located in our New Testament, beginning with the first four books of the Bible or the first four books of the New Testament. But I shared with you that um, the gospel ought to be viewed from four aspects. One is creation was what I've given you last week. Um, Two is the fall. And then three is redemption, it's redemption. Um, it's very important that as we look at this gospel, that we understand that the gospel um, um, is not just a one-time thing that we need in order to begin our walk with Jesus Christ. but that the gospel is something that needed to be preached to ourselves, every moment of every day as we deal with the sanctification process of our own lives. Now, I realize how dependent um, we would have to be in meditating on the truth of the Gospels and how it's important that we apply it to our lives on a regular basis. The Gospel is something, you all, that needs to impact every moment of your day. Every moment of your day, every moment, so that as you are going through life, you are governing yourselves and maintaining yourselves based upon principles that are located in God's word. Now, we looked at creation, we divided the gospel into these sections for creation, fall, redemption, I also I left you with the fourth one I didn't give it to you. It's restoration. So I want you to add that to your to your list. It's restoration. Let me pick up there again. We started with creation. Number two is the fall. Number three is redemption, and then there is restoration. Now restoration is the return of Christ. Um, the return of Christ is really the future. Uh, and hope that we have as believers. That's that's our hope. And as we look to this future where there is no more sin or death in God's new creation, y'all, we can rejoice in what God will do to bring restoration to all of His creation. We can look at our life and long for the day when sin won't affect our daily life, and we will be fully free. To worship God with our whole hearts every moment of every day, and it also, you all, impacts our perspective and reminds us of who our true lasting hope is in, based upon Revelation chapter uh, twenty-one. Revelation twenty-one. Now, um, when I when I when I look at the gospel, I am asserting to you all that we ought to consider breaking it down into those four car- four categories. I like to break it. Um, down like this in my mind, um, because I often forget parts of god 's great story of redemption. We tend to start at the fall, and then, because of my need for grace of Jesus to redeem me um, that i I stop there, I go straight there, but that 's really just half of the story. The story begins with our Creator making us in His image to glorify him, and it ends with the new creation as he restores all things in heaven and on earth to himself. And that is the big picture of the story of the gospel that we have to remind ourselves about each day. Now I I want you to know that as I grow to look at all aspects of life through the lens of the gospel, it has shaped my heart to see my need for Jesus in every hour. It's drawn me to the truth of the gospel when I impatiently deal with others in my life or I pridefully struggle with the sin of others or as I um, um, do things that I think I shouldn't have to do. And it makes me bitter in my heart. And it's in those moments that I'm reminded of the gospel and the principles of the gospel and the glorious grace that's been extended to me in Christ in the hope that I, in my walk with Christ, will do the very same thing. I cannot receive what I'm not willing to give. And over and over again, as I view the gospel, I ask God to work in me to change my heart, to be conformed to his image, to treasure him above all things, and to grow me in godliness for his glory in every moment of my life. I want to go over it again. Y'all, with the gospel, I'm able to ask God to work in me, to change my heart, to be conformed to his image, to treasure him above all things, and to grow me in godliness for his mercy in every moment of my life. I want to do it again. I ask him, work in me to change my heart, to be conformed to your image. I ask him to treasure, help me to treasure him above all things, and to grow me in godliness for his glory. And, and I, want it, I want that to take place every moment of my life you this this growth is a continual process for us. It's not not a one time kind of um, um piece. It's 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 continuous. Um I don't I don't I don't wanna just run to it, but it's something that I have to I have to preach to myself every day. Each day I have to meditate on God's word, the truth of the gospel, and remind myself of the goodness, the grace, and the mercy of God towards us, which is why in fact we are embarked upon the 365 um, Bible reading plan because it's something we it allows us to meditate. I want to encourage you all. If you haven't, if you're not a part of the three sixty-five Bible plan, seek to be a part of that because it helps us to meditate on God's word. The, meditate on the the truth of the gospel, and reminds ourselves of the goodness and the grace and the mercy of God that He that He extends towards us. That we have to choose to put off sin. We have to choose to run towards Christ for mercy and grace and strength. And then, not only, not only, not only do I have to begin my day with the truth of the gospel, but as I mess up over and over again. I have to remind myself and run to Christ um, again and again for his mercy, for his grace, and for his strength. now sanctification is what that process is called by the way that 's the process it 's the process sanctification is an all of life process it is an all of life process and i am i'm so thankful that god 's mercies are new every morning according to lamentations verse 3, chapter 3, verse 22, God's mercies are new every morning and that his faithfulness is great each day, each day. Um, um, he, he, he truly gives us everything we need for life and godliness and is sufficient for every moment of every day, both now and for all eternity. Now, uh, to help you get started with the idea of meditating on the gospel throughout the day and um, preaching it to yourself, I, I have some Bible verses I want to share with you, and then I'll end my presentation to this morning on this. I want you all to, Second Corinthians, these are some Bible verses that will help you. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17 through 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old has passed away, behold, the new has come. Become, behold, the new has come. We implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God for our sake. He made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. But also Romans chapter 8, verse 1 through 4. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. It says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on the earth. How about Romans 5, verse 8 through 11? But God showed his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life? More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Here's my last one, you all. Ephesians 4:20 20 through 24. Ephesians 4, verse 20 through 24. But that is not the way you learn Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and we're taught and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holy holiness. Y'all, in preaching the gospel to yourself each day, it's a practice you are in that you get in the habit of doing. And if you do that, um, this will cause you to look at yourself and to see yourself from God's perspective. Um, You can ask, what does this look like for me? How can I see God... At work in the everyday moments of my life each day and that's the purpose of the gospel it's to help us to be more like him because it is the good news it is the good news my brothers and sisters thank you for your attention today if I could get you to help me to pray for persons who need our prayers we're continually praying for Sister Jackie Thomas and Deacon Sharon Durham, Brother Gary Davis and Mary Davis and Deacon Evelyn Mack, Martina Baxter, Elois Dix, and even Elois's brother, we're praying for for we're praying for Sister Deacon Ruby, um, who's currently undergoing treatments for cancer even now. We're praying for her. Um, we're praying for Brother Nathan Farrowby, who, in fact, um, had knee surgery replacement. We believe in God to restore the activities of his limbs.